second French language leadership debate that happened last night. And tonight, it is the English language debate. You can hear it all right here starting at 9 on Global News Radio. And joining us now with a preview, here is communications pro Randy Rahamim from Taneo Strategy. She joins us on Global News Radio. Randy, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. All right. After two French language debates, uh, first off, is there a sense of a front runner here? Uh, do we have a front runner going into tonight's English debate? Do you think? I think we've got two front runners, and that's the challenge, and that's why these debates matter. I think we see Aaron O'Toole, uh, leader of the Conservative Party, and Justin Trudeau, leader of the Liberal Party, obviously uh, neck and neck, and that's why these debates really matter. Okay, let's start with uh, Liberal leader Justin Trudeau. Uh, why has he performed uh, so well? Usually when you're the incumbent, you're back on your heels defending your record, but uh, he actually went uh, on the offense uh, during the French debate last night. He went on the offense, and I think he fu- he uses all the criticism and the multitude of questions, and uses that to fuel a really passionate and uh, a passionate debate performance. I mean, he has been a traditional great debater. Um, we see, uh, and yesterday in yesterday's debate, he used uh, a lot of the the criticism as fodder and as a way to defend himself uh, quite passionately, particularly on the issue of Quebecers. Remember, what's at stake in these French debates? It's really, and why do we have, for example, double the number of French debates versus English debates this time around? I think we did last time as well. Uh, And that's because Quebec voters really matter. And they matter because they are consistently in play. Uh, We saw this in the 2011 um, election with the NDP's orange wave. Uh, we saw how pivotal they were in the 2019 election in terms of Andrew Scheer's performance and how, how catastrophic that was. The, the Quebec voters actually matter. Uh, 65 seats are up uh, for grabs and, uh, and everybody is fighting for them. And, you know, um, Blanchet, head of the Bloc Québécois, he tried to uh, corner Trudeau, saying he was the only one that really represents or implying that he was the only one that really represents Quebec Trudeau pushing back aggressively, making the argument, I'm a Quebecer. I will always be a Quebecer. You don't hold uh, Quebec in your hands. Uh, I have a right to represent Quebec as well. And let's talk a bit about Aaron O'Toole, who, yes, the Conservatives, Aaron O'Toole, neck and neck with Justin Trudeau and the Liberals in uh, many polls. Uh, Why has he done so well? Because the analysis uh, I've read is that uh, going into these French language debates, uh, Randy, that uh, he was maybe the... uh, least adept at the French uh, language and maybe had a bit of a disadvantage going into them. Right. But I think low expectations actually help him in this regard. And I think that Quebecers probably appreciate all the effort that has been put into improving his French language skills. I think yesterday, the timing of his, you know, uh, the the conservative plan was basically costed yesterday, their platform. And uh, I think that, um, you know, that came up quite a bit during the debate. Um, And I think that, um, you know, we, we've seen over the course of the last couple of weeks that uh, or the previous couple of weeks that uh, Trudeau had really been um, dogged by protesters. Uh, he hadn't been able to get a message across as, as to what he stood for. Uh, over the past week, we started to see momentum shift slightly for Trudeau. And um, and so I think that we've seen leaders come to the debate with a lot of passion. I think O'Toole appeared prime ministerial uh, during the debate. Uh, definitely. Um, but the bar was much lower for O'Toole than it was for Trudeau yesterday. All right, and switching over to the NDP, what do you make of Jagmeet Singh's performances so far in these debates? 
I think Jagmeet did a good job, but the fact of the matter is, I think he was he was key in, in NMA Paul, leader of the Green Party, which is kind of fighting for airtime. Um, but and it's important for for our listeners to know that these debates matter, but things change on a dime every day during an election campaign. And just today, we saw um, Legault, the Premier of Quebec, come out basically saying that the Liberals and the NDP would be catastrophic for Quebec, and that he supports so basically supports O'Toole, and that will have significant impact. Despite the upswing in support, let's say for Trudeau and the, and the the great performance yesterday, that will have sway over uh, the you know in the short term at least over over the the election in Quebec. All right. What would your advice be to Anime Paul of the Green Party or Yves Francois Blanchette from the Bloc Québécois going into tonight's English uh, debate? I mean, how can they rise above and really score some points here, do you think? Well, I think for Anime Paul, um, she has the benefit of a visual contrast. I mean, it's, it's not... You know, it's not lost on many of us that there are, you know, outside of Anime Paul, there are four four male leaders, uh, you know, middle-aged male leaders of, of political parties, and she's the only woman at the table, and she's the only person of of color, really. And so, you know, she has a, a seat at the table. I think a lot of people will be compelled at her perspective by her perspective. I think really she doesn't have much to lose, really, with little representation across the country. Um, I don't think that much will move for her, but she has an opportunity for sure to profile herself and profile her party significantly. I, you know, the, the challenge for uh, the bloc really is to find a way to resonate with voters that are not um, French speaking. And I think that's a real challenge because they are pigeonholed as a, as a uh, Quebec, um, Quebec focused uh, uh, party with little interest elsewhere. So I, I suspect um, I suspect that, uh, you know, it, he'll, he will continue to just focus on Quebec-focused issues. All right. Uh, this is maybe the first week uh, that a lot of Canadians are focusing on the election since uh, Labor Day happened, and it's kind of back into routine with uh, back to school and back to work for a lot of people. Summer holidays are, are done. So what do you expect to be the big issue in this English language debate tonight? Uh, what is the one thing maybe you'll be looking for? Well, you know, I think what's dominated the news cycle over the past week has been the protesters and the uh, attacks basically on the liberals at every um, at every juncture. And if I were the liberals, I would use that to my advantage to say that their aggressive and, you know, uh, proactive strategy on COVID-19 has really, um, you know, is, is really polarizing, that we need to stay the course, that it's risky to switch leadership at this time, that you're choosing between one point of view on how to handle the pandemic versus another. I think each of the parties is coming to tonight's debate looking for knockout punches. We haven't really seen many knockout punches over the last two debates. And I think all of them will be coming trying to, you know, what are, what are they trying to do during the debate? A lot of people aren't watching them, but they watch the coverage afterwards. And the coverage is mostly dominated by those knockout punches. So I suspect each of the party leaders will be looking to find what are those knockout punches um, and, to, and for Trudeau to continue to, to display that passion that he showed at yesterday's debate.
Yeah, just finally, give us your take on Randy as a communications expert here on the debate format itself. And is it still what it was or does it still have sort of the influence or, or sway? Uh, I think you're right about the uh, highlight and the knockout uh, punch. And I'm just wondering how many people will watch a debate uh, from beginning to end the whole 90 minutes, uh, two hours of a, a debate or attention spans are less than they've ever been uh, really. And also when you factor in social media and just uh, how divisive that has been and people are already kind of in their own individual camps or with their, their own uh, parties. I'm just wondering how many people can truly be swayed. Do you think the debate format as a communications tool, is it still, uh, is it still relevant? Look, I think it's relevant to, it, it's important for us, for our democratic society to hear what these party leaders stand for and to have these debates. Do the vast majority of Canadians watch them? I don't think so. And what, but what they do pay attention to is the coverage of these debates. Um, so I really think you're right, Jeff. It's not specific to these debates either. There's little attention span for all of us. Uh, you know, very, I can't imagine many of my neighbors sitting down and watching two hours of this debate, but they will read the coverage the next day or they will watch the coverage the next day. And so uh, it's really important, I, I think, and more tempting to find those knockout punches, to find those provocative moments in the debate, to really dominate and, and find a way to distinguish yourself from the other, uh, from the political competitive landscape. And so, uh, look, at, as a format, they're not, they're not the best because people don't uh, pay attention to long form anymore. Uh, but they do provide the opportunity to really dominate a news cycle. All right. There'll be a battle between the leaders and a battle for your attention, particularly with the NFL season kicking off tonight in a pretty interesting tennis match at the U.S. Open this evening, too, that a lot of Canadians will be tuned into. Randy, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jeff. There's communications expert Randy Rahamim with Taneo Strategy. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.